Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, and welcome back to another episode that we're recording 25 seconds after the last one. So... Once again, we're talking about meal prep. If you haven't already, go back in time and listen to episode 15, I think. Hopefully. Who knows? Anyways, you'll find it. It was the previous episode right before this one in sequential order. (laughs) So you'll see it there. Um, All about meal prep, considerations, things to think about if you are just starting out with meal prep or you've been doing it forever and wanting to simplify your process. Check that out. And we will follow that episode with some hot takes on how to troubleshoot your meal prep. If you are hating it, struggling with it, don't love the process, we got you. We got some ideas of how to alleviate some stress in your meal prep world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically we just have a list of things that we see with our clients and we're just going to fucking... Or like things that just annoy us. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So I think this first one is pretty common. Um, is just like overdoing it with the planning and the grocery store and picking a whole bunch of elaborate recipes that have like way too many different ingredients, trying to eat different foods at every meal, etc. Yeah. That's- People be going crazy with the meal prep. Yeah. And I remember when I first meal prep for the first time, I absolutely did this because I was like, I want to have so much variety. I want to be getting different vegetables at every meal. And my God, I made some beautiful meals, but it probably took an entire day for me to prep everything. You throw out. I don't remember. Because I feel like good point. Yeah. I feel like we waste a lot when we do that because like cabbage is like such a specific example for me. Cause I'll buy purple cabbage a lot for like Asian type bowls. And I will only eat like a quarter of the cabbage and then throw the rest out. Oh, interesting. Right? Cabbage stays good for so long. Uh, just you keep it as a whole. Yeah, probably better if it's a whole anyways, that's besides like the point. Yeah. So don't, don't overcomplicate it. How do we not overcomplicate it? Like keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> just what just my, don't. What did my math teacher tell me? Keep it simple, stupid. The kiss yeah. method. The kiss method, yeah. Jeff's kiss. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, for us and for what we talk to our clients about is picking things like food items specifically that you will be able to utilize in multiple meals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like pulled pork, 
Um, or we literally just said this in this in the last episode. Yeah, but let me give you my rundown of every single meal I will make with one batch of pulled pork that I swear takes 4.32 minutes to make. I will make pulled pork pizzas with like a barbecue sauce and veggies. I will make burritos. I will make a pulled pork rice bowl. I will make pulled pork hash browns. I will make pulled pork and just eat it as is. Mm-hmm. Look at pulled that's pork on avocado toast. Ooh. Yeah. Bang in. Yeah. There, that's five things you can do with something that took you 4.3. How much did I say? Three, two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So having versatile protein. Versatile. That is the word. Um, and carb options too, right? So like a tortilla could be, you could make a wrap out of it. You could make a pizza out of it. You could chop it up into tortilla chips in the air fryer. Like you could Wow. I never would have thought about that. I just thought about that right now. Wow. Genius mind. Yeah. So versatile ingredients to give you a little bit more variety. Um, and then we also generally suggest just like pick two proteins, pick two corbs, Corb sources. Ooh, love a good corb. How many calories per gram is a corb? (laughs) Carb sources so that you can mix and match throughout the week. Um, And when you're doing this, when you're, especially with your proteins, I usually suggest choosing like making sure that both your protein sources aren't like high fat ones Mm -hmm. um, because then we can run into issues if we have lower fat targets. So, like this week, I cooked ground beef and salmon. Those are two higher fat mm-hmm. ones, but I was eating only one of those each day. And then the other meal was chicken breast. Nice. So considering that when you are picking those two carb options as well, I mean, oh, Jesus, <laughs> protein options. Anyways, let's move on to the next. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. So Sarah made a good point. If you are meal prepping everything out, are you also that person who gets fucking sick? of food and ends up tossing full meal preps. So some options here, you could commit to eating the same thing for maybe breakfasts and lunches. We talked about this in our previous episode Um, and then giving yourself more flexibility to kind of decide what you're craving or what you're more interested in eating for dinner. Mm -hmm. You could also meal prep out a bunch of the same thing and then put half of it in the freezer for the next week. That's a great option. We didn't talk about is putting things in the freezer because meal prep, if everything is like, if you've gone through the trouble of weighing and portioning everything out, don't waste that food. That's Mm. glorious, glorious food. Yeah. Put it in the freezer, eat it later. It's perfect. It comes out really well. Like take it out the night before microwave it, toss it in a pan, whatever. Mm. Proteins are really good for that. Mm -hmm. making like a big batch of something too. If you weren't like doing a full meal prep, like I do with my pulled pork, I do half of it for the week and then put the other half in the freezer for, you know, a few weeks from now. Yeah. Um, Another thing is if you have more flexibility during the weeknights, you could cook dinner and just cook extra and then have the leftovers for lunch the next day. Mm -hmm. So then you're not even doing like necessarily a ton of meal prep on the weekend, but you have those plans. And then because you're having a different dinner each night, you're only repeating that meal once. Right. So that, Mm -hmm. that works for people who like can't eat the same thing multiple days in a row. My only caution with that is I think we can go through that process with the best of intentions, but I think inevitably 
there's what that one night a week that comes up and you're like, oh, I am super tired from the day. Yeah. And hey, I don't really want to make that dinner I said I would. And then you're not only not having the dinner you planned for, you're also not getting the leftovers for lunch. So now you're kind of down two meals that you have to make up. Right. So that is why even if you're not meal prepping every single meal, still having like bulk sources of protein or carbs so that you can toss together something that takes like five minutes Mm -hmm. in a pinch as a backup is super fucking helpful. Yeah. Um, That just made me think about, and I think we had this maybe down below, but um, having some like go-to quick options for those instances can be really helpful as well. So for me, like I always have frozen shrimp in the freezer. That's literally so fast to just throw in a pan. Um, if I don't have rice made, I have those like microwave rice packets in the pantry. Mm. I need those in a pinch. So I could literally throw that in there and then like some veggies or something. Right. So, um, frozen shrimp or frozen like burgers, or like Nicholas said, pre-made proteins that you've made before are great options in those instances. Um, frozen and- veggies too. Frozen yeah, veggies frozen get veggies. a bad rep, but they are great. They're really good in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. They're really yummy in the air fryer. Um, baked salads too. Often if I know we have a busy week and I don't have a lot of time to prep, I'll just buy a bunch of baked salads. Um, and that kind of acts as my like flavoring and some veggies in the meals. Um, mm-hmm. Rotisserie chicken well. comes in is good in a pinch too. So there there's options, but we just want to be mindful if we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants for every meal to have a backup plan for to sure. do a little bit of that. If then planning for like, if I'm too tired to make the meal I was planning on, then I'm going to have what? 100%. A little bit of forethought. Uh, a couple other considerations. If you are someone who gets sick of eating the same foods all the time is trying to like pick one new recipe per week to try out. Um, and I've been getting a lot of inspiration, inspiration from plant-based recipes lately. Cause I'm trying to like include different types of vegetables and stuff in my meals. So I'll look for a plant-based recipe and then I'll just add meat to it. Um, cause I got to get that meat in there. Um, <laughs> so I like doing that. Um, but picking one new recipe per week, is not too overwhelming, but does allow you to still, you know, try something new. And then the other thing is if you are someone who we have a lot of clients who like will crave a specific type of food or crave like takeout or something for me, for whatever reason, I'll often crave shawarma. (laughs) I just like love shawarma, which is so funny because I never even had it before I met Brad. Um, so often I'll like make shawarma as a meal prep. Obviously it doesn't taste quite as good, but I can like usually get kind of like the flavor profiles that I'm looking for. Pizza is another one that a lot of people have homemade burgers. If you can plan to make those in your meal preps throughout your weeks, then it can reduce kind of that like desire to like go out and have those foods, even when you have prep done. Okay. Burgers, you know, what's delicious is like making the burgers and like having it on the bun the one night. 
but for whatever reason, I'm not as into it as a burger the next day, but you can make like a burger bowl. Mm -hmm. So you could air fry some potatoes, have that as like your carb base, and then put all the burger toppings like chopped onions and tomatoes and pickles and lettuce and like whatever sauce, and then crumble up the burger patty Mm -hmm. on top. 10 out of 10. Delicious. Yummy, yummy. Um, I'm getting hungry now. (laughs) Anywho. Um, Okay. So then the next thing we had kind of like goes with this is starting with too many new recipes. So again, goes back to that, like overcomplicating things. Don't do it. Um, Try to pick maybe just one per week or the way I like to think of it is I like to kind of just think of like themes or like cuisines. So like this week I want Mexican, right? I want Mexican flavors. So maybe that means I'm making taco seasoned ground Turkey and making tacos with it one night and like a bean burrito bowl the next day or something. Um, or like I did Greek this week or Asian or, you know, you can kind of pick the cuisines and then you're able to still kind of stick with that basic, like protein, fat, carb, veggie with that flavor. And it's not like some crazy recipe. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yum, yum. Um, what else do we see? I think weekends and meal prep become challenging for people because we want more flexibility on weekends. Weekends are usually when we are like wanting different foods. We're kind of done with what we had during the week. Um, We want to go out, be a little bit more social and, or we simply just run out of everything during the week and have nothing in the fridge during the weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, in the last episode, we talked about trying to plan ahead to have food stocked and ready for an entire week. But for some people, especially those of you with families, you can't always guess how much food the family is going to eat in a week. And so doing a little bit of like a midweek or a late week um, stock up can be really helpful. And then doing a little bit of prep from that. So like on Thursday night, just double checking what you've got available. Is it going to last you through the weekend? If not go grab a few extra protein sources, a few extra carb sources. Or if you are the people who are like, Oh, weekends are when I want to like have the burger, have the pizza, whatever, get those items from the grocery store. So you can create your own kind of weekend fun food at home. Mm -hmm, For sure. And even if you do have like a super social weekend, trying to still have like a breakfast planned out and prepped that's high in protein, high in fiber. Um, and then even just some snacks throughout the day that you can have so that you are still working towards those protein targets. You're not, um, going the entire day without eating and then going to your like social outings, fucking starving. And just, obviously we don't make super aligned decisions in that scenario, um, So having things prepared to take with you um, throughout the day on the weekends can be really, really helpful too. Even just having like some veggies and fruit prepped and available in the fridge can be a great step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, A lot of times on the weekends, we'll see, you know, we don't have a scale handy, you know, um, or we don't have things like portioned out. So in those instances, you can always use like the hand portions as a guide to help you be more mindful of your portion sizing. Um, so the palm of your hand is about a serving of protein. A cupped palm is about a serving of carbohydrate. And then your thumb is about a serving of fat. So trying to be mindful of that. And then again, just staying with that, like protein, fat, carb, veggie, 
at each meal, regardless of whether you're prepping it yourself or eating out is a really great kind of habit to get into. What else? What else? What else? Um, you put down here, get groceries delivered, which is really good. That's super helpful or get like a little bit of like pre-made meal prep from a meal prep company. Again, those are things you could put in the freezer and take out, you know, the night before. Yeah. That might be helpful for some people on the weekends if they're pretty go, go, go. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of clients right now who like literally are like in the mountains all weekend or like camping all weekend. So Sunday meal prep isn't an option for them because they're getting home late on Sunday or whatever. So that's where things like ordering groceries for delivery Um, or having some of those like pre-prepped meals can be really helpful. And if you know that you have like a few busy weekends in a row, maybe that weekend where you are home and you're doing meal prep, you can cook some extra so that we have it frozen. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are good things to think about in advance as well. Yep. Perfect. Um, Um, anything else? Just, I think, a lot of times, and this is on weekends, but also throughout the week, sometimes we'll like forget our meal prep, um, or we'll find ourselves in a situation where we're having to eat out or grab something like on the go. Mm -hmm. Um, and in those situations, it's helpful to have like a few go-to food spots where, you know, the nutrition information, you've looked it up ahead of time and you know that you can get like a macro friendly or a meal that aligns with your goals. Um, so having like a few chains that are like common and some options there that you can get to, if you are put in that situation. So for me, like a Starbucks spinach feta wrap is like a pretty consistent go-to for me. And obviously a cold brew with sweet cream, cold foam, but (laughs) that's besides the point. Um, mucho burrito is like another good one because you can customize it and all the macros are available online. So yeah, Chipotle would be the equivalent in America. Um, Things like customizable sandwiches, going to like a hot food bar, like they have in Whole Foods or some grocery stores, things like that. Um, I'm trying to think there's a few places in downtown Victoria that also do this really well, where you can kind of go and pick like a basic bowl. That's like, you get one protein source, you get a carb source, you get like three different salad sources, and then you can go and kind of like add some variety there, but also be mindful to like pick a good lean protein source or like add extra protein, like double up on that. If it's a small portion, that kind of stuff, Um, you're going to have to estimate a little bit. Every time we eat out, it's going to be a little less accurate. Um, But for most of our clients, we're not like getting on stage for a physique competition. So we don't have to be too, too mindful that like one meal out of the week is going to be estimated for sure. Okay. Well, why don't we wrap up with some of our favorite things to meal prep and our favorite resources? Okay. 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 You start. Okay. So I use, are we going to link these in the show notes? Sure. Okay. I use a few different websites. I use ambitious kitchen, um, minimalist baker, you already wrote down half baked, half baked harvest, but I find I have to adjust those recipes a lot because they're usually pretty high in fat. Um, Kale Junkie is someone on Instagram who's got a lot of great tips, but I usually just like get a little inspo from them for like an idea for like, it's usually chicken that I'm like, oh, 
God help me if I have to eat the same kind of chicken. So like, what's a new marinade or what's a new way I can cook this? Just things like that. And then I usually keep everything else the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are half-baked harvest is my favorite. And yes, it is high in fat, most of her recipes. But when I look at recipes online, I literally just like look at it, like Nicholas said, for inspiration. So for example, there's this like sweet potato, chickpea, chicken, kale salad that I'm going to make next week. That looks so fucking good. I'm so like, I've been thinking about it ever since I saw this, <laughs> um, but I am going to just look at what the ingredients are. I'm going to look at, you know, what she does for dressing. And then I'm going to probably never look at the recipe again and just like go do it in my own way. That's going to make shit macros. Yeah. So sometimes it turns out really good. Sometimes not so much, but you know, then you just put some sweet chili sauce on it and it's fine. <laughs> you pull a Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so finding a few like go-to websites, most of them nowadays will list the macros, which is great. You just have to be mindful that that's only really going to apply if you're using like the same amounts. Exactly. So yeah. when they put like cups, that's, we know that that's less accurate than if they said ounces or grams. Yeah. Um, and for some foods, if you're like not using the exact same, like type of meat, for example, if you're using chicken thighs over a chicken breast, things like that will change it a little bit. So just be mindful that it might not be exact. Um, and we still, if you are aiming to be really accurate, we still recommend like weighing out and making your own recipe for these things. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So what are your, some of your favorite meals right now? Um, like I said, in the last one, I'm really into like kebabs right now. I find them really easy to customize. Um, I make a lot of different veggies. It's also on the barbecue, so I don't have to clean as much stuff. So I've been making a ton of that. Um, I think I get a lot of questions about like what to eat for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually do like a protein source in like a a hash brown bowl with like egg whites or like make a scramble or something like that. Or I will do like an overnight oats with Greek yogurt and fruit and granola on top has been my obsession. Or if I'm like really on the go, I'll make a really high protein, like chocolate banana smoothie. Ooh, yummy. Yeah. Smoothies are going to be good now that it's getting hot out. Yeah. These are nice and so customizable. Um, I'm obsessed with my breakfast. I have like the same breakfast. Usually Um, it is a scramble with some sort of chicken sausage in it, egg whites, veggies. So like peppers, zucchini, mushrooms, sometimes onions. And then I do potatoes in the air fryer and I mix it all up. I made it with sweet potatoes this week and it was really fucking good. Mm. Um, and then I put a like soft egg on top. Um, so that's yummy. I've also been obsessed with sourdough. So instead of potatoes last week, I just had sourdough on the side with avocado on it. Um, so that's yummy. I, since I got back from Europe, I all of a sudden started liking olives and like every few weeks, it's really weird. It's before my period, I will crave olives. Like I could go eat the entire jar of Kalamata olives right now. Um, So I've been really liking Greek bowls. Um, And so I'll do like a Greek salad with olives and then chicken and then either rice or potatoes with tzatziki is really, really yummy. Um, I've been cooking my taco meat with black beans. So like ground turkey or ground beef with taco sauce and black beans. Um, 
that's been like a nice, it gives it like a little bit different texture and adds some fiber. So that's yummy. I usually make like some sort of uh, a desserty baked good each week too, mm-hmm. to satisfy satisfy my little sweet tooth. So either like banana zucchini muffins, black bean brownies. Um, sometimes I'll do something sweeter for breakfast and have like a chocolate protein pancake or something like that. Mm-hmm. We use um, Kodiak cake mix a lot for that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, something like that. There's also these, my, like, I have a friend who's a naturopath and she's like, totally, it's always interesting. Cause she's like camp food quality, you know, like that's all she really cares about. So she's always like looking at like the ingredients and stuff. But like, if we tracked her macros, she probably eats like 200 grams of fat a day. Like <laughs> it's Yum. just a life, <laughs> but she introduced me to these like midday squares they're called. And they're like these, they're probably like an inch. No, they're probably like two inches by two inches. And there's different flavors. There's like a fudge brownie. There's like a peanut butter one. Um, And they're like these chocolate squares. And they're so fucking good. And they're like 11 grams of fat, 13 grams of carbs and like five protein or something. Um, So I've been really liking those for a sweet snack. Ooh, Rice Krispies actually makes such a good pre-workout rice crispy squares you buy them or you make them well you could buy them but it's also pretty easy to make them if you make them you can usually use less butter yeah um but those are really fucking good yeah make a really good pre-workout so things like that gluten-free ones that were like birthday cake flavored yeah I mean like my mentality around that especially for myself is like let's not pretend that I'm not going to want a little something sweet this week and let's just make it ahead of time so it's there and I'm not like at 8 p.m being like I need ice cream yeah yeah Yeah. and if you have it already made then it's that that much easier right versus being like I need ice cream and then going out for an ice cream and not being able to decide on the flavors and getting two fucking massive scoops and eating it all and get a bit getting a big tummy ache I mean, sometimes that's fucking worth it. If it's village ice cream, it's like always worth it. I did that the other day, but we did went you get to salted caramel and coconut. Well, yes, but we went to my favorite ice cream shop, which is like a Calgary one, but it's, Wait, it's called my favorite ice cream shop. Yes. Wow. It's very, yeah. it's bold of them to, to make that assumption. Place. Yeah. But it was really good. But yes, mm-hmm. I got salted and their salted caramel one had like chunks of like brownie in it. Oh, okay. Big fan of that. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was like yeah. a little change, but yes, those are the two best flavors. And if you think <laughs> otherwise fight us, cause oh, so good. Anyways, we always end up getting ranty on some random topic. Ice cream, whatever. Um, yeah. So do some things, try some stuff, eat some food. <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story. <laughs> Yeah. Try to make it enjoyable. You guys, it's such a beneficial habit. And honestly, there's so much variety in the ways that you can do it and the things that you can cook. Um, and it's going to make such a huge difference, especially if you're trying to work towards any sort of health goal. Um, so yeah. And if you're interested, we do have a meal prep guide where we kind of lay lots of this stuff out in writing. If you learn better that way, um, or you just want it to kind of reference. So you can send us a message on Instagram, either at our personal one. So at Nicholas Spencer at Sarah Cod fit, um, or at paradigm nutrition underscore. 
and send us your email and we can email that thing to you. Actually, you know what I could do because technology, I could put a link in the show notes to just download it. Wow. So we'll yeah, see. Okay, do that. I'll you, do that, you but you should still message us because we like to talk to you. Just to say hi. Yeah. You can emoji, emoji us with your favorite meal prep food. Yes, yes, yes. Um, anywho, so yeah, hope that was helpful. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. I need to pee really bad. Okay, you go. So we out ya. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Shit.